0: Hey, I'm Brenda. She hurt.
1: Uh hey, I'm Austin. Him.
0: And this is Secret, Secret History, History of, of Nerd, Nerd Mysteries. Mysteries. <laughs>
1: Everybody, welcome to Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Welcome back. We missed all of you, lovely, lovely people. It was very weird not recording.
0: (laughs) It feels like it's been five hundred years. Honestly, like it's been a a total of one week, seven whole days, (laughs) and it just it feels like it's been years.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it feels. I I was like, how do I make a podcast?
0: I was like trying to like script out this week, and I was just like, I haven't done this in so long and it, it's been two weeks <laughs>
1: yeah it's it, it's good to be back it's good to be back in the seat
0: yeah it's good to be recording again and talking to my good bud Austin yeah
1: missed you. this is the main time for me and Brenda that we talk like with our physical mouths like yes we, we text each other all week about just like random nerd facts that maybe we'll make in this podcast one day probably We're, we'll just I don't know it's how our brains work like
0: I feel as though the one we were talking about yesterday is maybe going to come up today.
1: Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The audience
0: ooh. has no clue what it is. Yeah, stay,
1: stay tuned. <laughs> but there was there's one day I was watching like Teen Titans and I was just texting Brenda, like, my live react to Teen Titans.
0: <laughs> I was t- messaging back in between cleaning my room. <laughs> I'd, like, fold a shirt and then I'd be like, yeah, Robin, f- fuck Beast Boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but I believe we have a bit of nerd news for you all today.
0: Yes, it's kind of more... The first chunk is kind of more of a nerd update. Um, Tron 3 is being talked about again. Yep. Um, and people are still saying Jared Leto is going to be in it, which is a massive mistake, Disney. Uh, I just keep hoping that that's just kind of like the old rumor rearing its head again and getting mixed up with like the director saying, or the what is the writer it's director, the, it's one of a producer. To,
1: it's an exec. It's like an exec. It's an
0: executive. Yeah, yeah an executive being like, yeah, we're thinking about Tron Three. We've been thinking of Tron Three since 2012. <laughs> so, get you some more concrete information at that. The guy's just like, oh well, we'd like to have Daft Punk involved, and yeah. we'd like to have the same director, which is also a mistake. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was definitely an interview. Like, I don't know. I doubt he was being interviewed just for Tron. But it was an interview like, yeah, we – we like, they have a draft of a script. And let me tell you right now, everyone, there's a draft for, like, 100 movies right now that will never get.
0: Yeah, it's like I feel like, you know, we read a lot of comic books. Like, pretty much every comic book is nowadays – opted for a film, and so there's, like, scripts floating out there for, like, pretty much every comic book that was mildly successful, Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, Descender is an example. Um, that came out in 2015?
1: 2016? Ish, around there. Saga supposedly has a script at HBO that's been there since 2016, I
0: think, as well? I can't even imagine what that would look like. I don't think you can adapt that into, a film or show type medium.
1: Yeah, Rat Queens supposedly is going to have a show at Showtime. Like, we could go, like, by the last, we could go on forever. Any Brian K. Vaughn book probably has a script for a TV show out there.
0: Except maybe the one about the lions. Yeah, we don't talk about that one. Or We Stand on Guard. We also don't talk about that one. (laughs)
1: Everyone's like, Brian K. Vaughn only makes gold, and I'm like, does he?
0: Does he, though? (laughs) I've read We Stand on Guard. It's not great.
1: (laughs) I, you know what? I would get down on a Paper Girl show. That would be really good.
0: That would be really cool. I feel like they've missed the 80s boat. Yeah. We're kind of like working our way into 90s nostalgia. Would so that like make I it,
1: think Would that make it better? Maybe. Maybe it
0: would because then people wouldn't be like, oh, well, it's just like Stranger Things because some time yeah. has passed.
1: They wouldn't just have to copy that because I don't know. I don't know what Stranger Things is up to, like what year it'll be. They're they're moving through the 80s pretty quick. Um
0: are they gonna hit the nineties?
1: I feel like if they keep going <laughs> they have to, right? Because the last the last season was like mid eighties, like glam pop and stuff.
0: Yeah, like quote unquote eighties. Like big eighties. Yeah.
1: So they, they um, ha- if they keep moving forward, like if not this season, the one after it will have to be the nineties. But then the kids would be like, in college? I don't know how old those kids are supposed to be. I'd mean
0: either. It's <laughs> like it's like Stranger Things, the college years. Oh God! <laughs> That's what they did with Saved by the Bell.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm joking. I'd fucking watch it. I'd I'd love a Stranger Things just like slice of life college years, like nothing nothing weird.
0: <laughs> it's like they're just playing role playing games. They're just doing college work. No monsters. No monsters. No secret organizations. Eleven gets to be happy.
1: She has she has powers still, but she uses it to like help her friends carry their books. <laughs> yeah.
0: She, Carry their books and do like <laughs> mediocre like college related things like, oh, she um saved a duck.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> be like ah, oh, that's that's cool. but no it's not a big deal. there's like there's like 80 different type of people like her and like you find out there's more people, right? They're like, oh cool, you're another duck saver, neat. Um, your turn paper still due on Friday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want this so bad now. <laughs> Um, who's the creator of Stranger Things?
1: The Duffer? Duff? Duff? Duff Duff,
0: bro- Duff, it can't, duff bros? It duff? It's Duff. <laughs> the, the, the Duff bros. <laughs> oh, hey, no. Hey, Duff bros. <laughs> um, if you use this idea, you are going to have to pay us some residuals. Um, so I'm keeping my eyes out. You can find us at you.
1: Nerd Mysteries on Twitter to hit us up for our bank accounts.
0: We do have an Email, and I forget what it is.
1: It's nerdmysteries91 at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. For all business so, inquiries.
0: <laughs> we're waiting for you, Duff bros. <laughs>
1: um, We had other nerd news or updates.
0: Yes, we missed two important birthdays. We missed the birthday of Sonic the Hedgehog and the birthday of uh, one Mr. SpongeBob SquarePants.
1: Very important. They didn't say how old SpongeBob was turning. They just said it was his birthday. But Sonic, we you know, is... 20
0: now? 29. 29. So when, yeah, he's the same age as us. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's why That's why I get him, because we're the same exact age. Oh, my
1: God. Next year, Sonic <laughs> turns 30, and oh. I cannot wait. Do you, think, do you think he'll finally slow down?
0: Maybe he will, because, like, you know, at this point, his back's got to be hurting. You know, his feet, like standing up for long periods of time kind of has to be starting to suck.
1: His knees? Ooh, oh, God. Oh, God.
0: His knees. He's got the knees of, like, someone who's just... Done track his whole life, but times a hundred. So Sonic, I'm a little bit worried about his his outcome, but he's I'm still hoping, tracking along.
1: I'm hoping he finally settles down. You know, stops playing with Amy's heart. Like yeah, give, gives gives her the her, life she she deserves.
0: Yeah, or if he you know he ultimately decides it's not Amy, he at least tells her.
1: Yeah, lets her know. Don't leave her on the hook, man. Like that's that's not cool. You're you're almost thirty. We're not we're not in high school
0: anymore. Yeah. This isn't funny. <laughs>
1: She she really loves you like a lot. She's almost died for you multiple times.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's like she's not she's not really in it to save the world. She's in it to impress you, Sonic.
1: Sonic, please <laughs> just let her like either let her go or make it real.
0: Exactly. Are we going to sing to our birthday birthday
1: gonna, boys? We're going to sing to our birthday boys. Uh, All right, ready? Okay. 1 3 2 2 <laughs>
0: gonna scream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You, you go. You count. Okay. One, two,
0: three. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, birthday to <laughs> you, Sonic the Hedgehog and SpongeBob. Happy birthday, birthday to, to you, Sonic the Hedgehog and SpongeBob. <laughs> Happy Happy birthday, birthday. (laughs) dear! Son of the (laughs) (laughs) hedgehog, spider, mouse, pants. (laughs) Happy
1: birthday! (laughs) Anyway, everybody. So you've you've learned Brenda's secret superpower, and it's that she is an amazing singer. I have. I have had literal dreams of singing karaoke with Brenda again because she's so good. Um,
0: karaoke is so fun, Austin. I just want to sing karaoke with you. I
1: will, I will let everyone know right now that I we were texting about, like, should we sing them happy birthday? And I was 100% on board. I was like, I'll get to hear Brenda sing again. And my life will be <laughs> fuller for it.
0: But you just never know which Brenda you're going to get. Are you going to get the Brenda that is actually trying to sing? Or are you going to get the Brenda that just um, says words? <laughs>
1: All Br- all Brenda's are good Brenda's.
0: Thank you. I think it was like the because usually at work I would sing badly and like I think it was like Paloma. Like the first time I like sang something legitimately, she was just like, "What?"
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't know. It's the first time I heard it. We were at a we had a house party, and I didn't know. Like everyone warned me, but I didn't. I didn't know, and I was like. I think I literally sat down. I think I was standing up and I literally like sat down and I was like, Oh my God.
0: That was like one of the highlights of my life because one, a lot of my really good friends were at that party. That was a good party. And two, as I was singing, people were like coming in from the kitchen and standing at the door and just being like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like... It
1: was, oh, someone, someone's singing. Cause like before some people had seen like some joke songs and Plum was like, all right, Brenda, it's time.
0: <laughs> and I was like, okay. Okay. Uh. <laughs>
1: people in places
0: i know i just think about you have been thinking about like conventions looking at pictures of me and my friends at conventions just being really drunk in the renaissance center in detroit at like three in the morning just
1: belligerently drunk
0: just absolutely drunk and then like trying to eat a cheeseburger um (laughs) Listen,
1: (laughs) listen everybody if you've never you don't not this year i don't care if a convention tries to happen don't do it but next when it's safe Whenever mm-hmm. experts are like, "We did it!" Like when when Doctor Fauci comes on fucking Twitter and is like, "We did it,
0: <laughs> we killed um, the coronavirus."
1: Um, you if you've never been to one, I don't care how old you are, unless you're underage and you can't drink.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we, so we're twenty one and up.
1: So twenty one and up, you go to a you find a convention, you find it, you text me, I will get you to one, <laughs> and you just you bring like your three closest friends and just get just. You, you may think, I've never been this drunk. And then you'll keep drinking. And then when it's like, when 4AM rolls around and you realize the convention food court never closes because it's a convention. It's yeah. it's magic.
0: You can just keep eating food <laughs> and drinking. I, I usually go to bed pretty early because I, I sally table at conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, but last Yomakon, I did the Yomakon singing competition. Um, and then I immediately got back to the hotel room and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna drink both uh, soju. Um, just a whole bottle of strawberry soju. And then I think I also had oh, was it a Chew High? Is that the one with alcohol? Yeah,
1: it's Chew High. Yes. Yeah, I, I had I, a Chew I, High. High Chews the
0: Candy. I cho- oh yeah, High choose Candy, Chew High is yeah. So I drank both of those and I was just like running around the convention center laying on the floor. <laughs> so double, such a champion. Yeah. It's just a great just a great time, and I really, really miss it. As yomakon when it was supposed to be, is drawing closer and closer. Mm. Don't go. Don't go. It. It, just don't go this year. But I just keep thinking about it and how incredible it is to be at an anime convention. It's even more incredible if you're dressed up and you're just, like, hanging out in a costume, drinking and eating cheeseburgers but in the middle of the
1: night. I miss the joy of peeling myself out of my cosplay at the end of the night and then going out there- drinking
0: there you, is no better feeling than getting out of your costume. Because I,
1: I can't trust this enough, everybody. Throughout the entire day, every adult is drinking a little bit.
0: <laughs> a little bit. Um, I can't at my table because I can't have I don't think you oh, can have right. alcohol in TCF. Right. I could get creative about it, but it's I also not, just it's need to be aware. It.
1: I mean, it's not worth it. It's like your job, right? You don't need yeah. to, especially Yoma being like, Yomacon Khan uh, is the biggest convention in Michigan, I believe.
0: I think it, yeah, anime convention.
1: Biggest anime convention. So that's like, that, like, if you're at, like, I don't know, fucking Miskegan Con or something, then it's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll miss this hundred bucks, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Alma Con. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All conventions are good and valid. It's just. They
0: are. I did have a great time at omakam the first year because i tabled the first year and that is the first time me and dante hung out together oh, nice. so like big hang like not just at school hang mm-hmm. it was pretty great good thing we're compatible as friends because we were in a hotel room sharing a king-sized <laughs> bed together
1: so that happened for me and my good friend bridget um i knew her kind of because we were both in the japanese culture association at G- mm-hmm. at, at college um
0: you almost said
1: what college? Yeah, I almost said what college I went to. Not, not, not today, listener. Um, <laughs> and I was, I was an officer for like I was like a leader in the club or whatever. Um, and so she was just a member, and we had hung out a few times because she wanted to be an officer next year. So we were like teaching them what they'd have to do to like be on the board or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I remember I had never been to a convention and I really wanted to go. And I was like, hey, I want to go to a convention, like on Facebook. And she was like, hey, the room I'm in needs one more person. Um, And I was like, cool. And so we get, and so like we we ride there in like a car full of too many people because it's an anime convention. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we ride there, we get there. We're not staying with the people we got to ride from. Mm -hmm. We're staying with some of her friends and we go in and there's there's just two double beds. And I know the friends are a couple and I'm like, Oh, (laughs) should I sleep in the chair? She's like, Oh no, we can share a bed. And so everyone, I, I had never spent a significant amount of time with this woman. And she's like, yeah, we can share a bed. And I'm like, you are a very trustworthy soul. I mean, that's not like, that's just speaking to statistically, the damage that men have done (laughs) that she was like, you'll be fine. Um, She just
0: trusted you. And, Austin and Bridget are like incredible buds. The bestest of buds. They're the bestest of buds. Yeah, They're the bestest.
1: I forgot like pajamas for that trip, and she's like, it's not a big deal.
0: <laughs> she's just so chill.
1: She just knew. She was like, I just knew we were like we were like soulmate best friends. And I was like, apparently. <laughs> oh,
0: that's so wholesome. I love it. I need to hang out with Bridget more at once.
1: God, I miss people.
0: Yeah, I miss people. <laughs> Um,
1: um, so we're fifteen minutes in. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah,
0: I got to transition into. I was like trying to find an out to like do the transition. Um, but I think the only way we're gonna have a transition is if I play this mu- a couple seconds of this musical track for you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Everybody get up, oh my fucking swim. god!
0: Hey, we're doing Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam. Okay. Wait, I think that's all I can play.
1: I- <laughs> To please don't sue a Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to. Well, we're not. We don't make money off of this, so what are they, they going to do? Um, uh,
0: you can still get copyright strikes.
1: Not for. Uh, there's a. There's something we can cite. There's a law for anyway. Space Jam. I love Space Jam.
0: Yes, Space Jam is in one of my top ten movies. Honestly. It's, oh my. It's. Oh my god. It's incredible that it exists, Austin. Have you ever seen, aside from I don't know if you saw it in theaters when it came out. Aside from that, as an adult, have you seen Space Jam in a theater full of people?
1: I have not, and I really want to. I know there's a theater here in Grand Rapids that plays it when there's not a pandemic sometimes, and I've always I miss it every year.
0: I've been to that once, and let me tell you, a hundred percent worth it. Oh,
1: God. I walked. You know, <laughs>
0: went one year. <laughs>
1: I walked into um, my wedding reception with my partner after we got married as, like, the announcing a new couple to, the, to that song. It's so good. That is how much I love Space Jam.
0: Yeah. Um, I own a Space Jam jersey. Right. I could only get Bill Murray's number, but I intend to change that soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who do, who's you want?
0: I think I want Lola's, honestly. Lola, we're going to talk about Lola today, because I think we can't not talk about Lola. We have to talk about
1: Lola. So, should we explain what Space Jam is, if people don't know?
0: Space Jam is a 1996 sci-fi basketball hybrid live-action animated film starring Michael (laughs) Jordan, Bugs Bunny, and the rest of the Looney Tunes cast. And also Danny DeVito is in it.
1: I want want people to just sit on that first. That, just like... (laughs) Buck wild sentence you just said.
0: (laughs) I was trying to type it out. I was like, how do you like define Space Jam in a sentence? What's the log line for Space Jam? And it is just so wild. Um, Michael Jordan, the Looney Tunes have to win a basketball game against invading aliens who want to capture the Looney Tunes and force them to perform comedy at a shitty intergalactic theme park in space. And that's that's the plot of Space Jam.
1: That's the entire plot of Space Jam.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's the movie. It's like, I think it's 90 minutes long. It's a pretty short movie. Um, And let me tell you, there is no breathing room in this whole movie. It hits the ground and it just goes. It's maybe like the wildest movie I can think of. I love it so much.
1: And what I find interesting with it is it covers a lot. Like a lot happens in the runtime of that movie. It doesn't feel short.
0: No, it it's wild. And then when they get to like the basketball game at the end, um, especially when you see this with, like, a bunch of people, it feels like like the stakes are just so... It feels like you're watching a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, this is real. This is live. Um, and yes, when you see it in a theater full of people, mostly adults, they do cheer when um, the Looney Tunes make a basket. <laughs> it's pretty <great. laughs> amazing. It's uh, amazing. So...
1: Yeah. So the, the interesting thing with Space Jam is, like, it's kind of at a point where both Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes aren't popular.
0: Yes. So, I've been... I've been researching the uh, Warner Brothers Studio Store, which is like the Warner Brothers was the Warner Brothers equivalent to the Disney Store, mm-hmm. and to kind of think about like how Warner Brothers thought that was going to be a successful model, um, also ties into Space Jam. So that's kind of how I spun into learning more about Space Jam this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Looney Tunes had ha- had like a series of like popular compilation films in the '80s where they would take like old Looney Tunes shorts and like kind of stitch them together with some new animation and kind of like release that as a full movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because there wasn't really a good way to watch it. They weren't really like serialized on like TV. There weren't channels that would show Looney Tunes all the time. And theatrical shorts weren't really a thing anymore. So like new content wasn't being made. But these theatrical compilation films were pretty popular. So they made, I think, four or five of them Mm -hmm. um, in the 80s. And that kind of spins out to where Warner Brothers was trying to figure out how to compete with Disney and a couple other studios. I think at this time, Don Bluth was still making films and was still kind of considered um, competition. This is like the Bolina era, I believe. Oh, well, um, Don. <laughs> Don Bluth. Um, so this is around the time when Warner Brothers really wanted to bring Looney Tunes back and make them relevant. Mm-hmm. So in 1992, they... Uh, Green led a series of they a series of Nike ads where Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan and a couple of other Looney Tunes uh, played basketball and advertised uh Air Jordan shoes oh, nice. for Nike. Oh, okay. And that that campaign was incredibly popular. Like out of the gate popular. And so Warner Brothers was immediately just like, well could we make this a movie? And they got the director of the ads, Joe um Joe Pika, um, who has only directed one movie full-length movie (laughs) he mostly just does ad work so they got him and they were just like okay so let's try to figure out how to make a movie so they're planning this they're doing like some pre some writing they've got a script they're working on it and then Michael Jordan quits basketball Eh, so (laughs) they're like "Uh uh-oh yeah they're like well all right that's done and so they just kind of put that on the shelf um and forgot about it for a while Then in 1995, Michael Jordan is back in basketball and Warner Brothers just jumps out and they're just like, all right, we've got Space Jam. We're going to make this movie in one year. (laughs) So Michael Jordan returned to basketball in 1995 and Space Jam was released in like November of 1996.
1: It's what I find so interesting is like, as a kid, I didn't follow like everyone, every literally everyone on the planet knew who Michael Jordan was in the 90s. I don't know if that's still true. Like he's not as relevant for like younger generations now, unless you're into sports, probably. Um, mm-hmm. But literally everyone on the planet in the '90s knew Michael. Like you knew who Michael Jordan was. It didn't matter, and you knew he played yeah. basketball. Um, and so, it was
0: everywhere
1: <laughs> in in my head, canon as a kid, the Looney Tunes are what got him back into basketball because the end of Space Jam shows when he returns to his team, the Chicago Bulls. Like it uses the the actual live footage.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just wild.
1: And that's what I, I was like. Oh yeah, the Looney Tunes got him to regain his confidence to play basketball again. That's cool.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Bugs. <laughs> yeah, that's that's such such a wild thing. He was so big, and like the movie starts out with him playing baseball, and it just shows mm-hmm. him being like terrible at baseball.
1: Yeah, he tried that for a while. Which he was. That, that yeah, was, and then he's like, he was bad what? at it. And then he golfed.
0: <laughs> then he golfed, and um. There's like a scene in the movie where he's golfing with Bill Murray. (laughs) Bill Murray just is inexplicably in this movie as himself.
1: Yes. Yeah, he is, isn't he?
0: He's just in this movie and he he saves the day. Like, you're like, yeah, well, Michael Jordan makes that last basket. His arm stretches Mm -hmm. like a Looney Tune and he makes the basket. Um, Spoilers for Space Jam, everyone.
1: (laughs) Spoilers for this 1996 (laughs) movie.
0: But there's like a point of the movie... Where I think it's Wayne Knight gets uh, blown up,
1: Mm -hmm. literally. Yeah.
0: And uh, he's out of the game. And Tweety Bird has literally been flattened. And I think Sylvester got shot in the chest.
1: Yeah, Looney Tunes.
0: Yeah, you know, all that stuff. So, like, but then Bill Murray in a jersey kind of comes out and he's just like, I'm here. I'm your extra player so you can keep playing the game. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he honestly saves the day. He says that, too. (laughs) I'm
1: pretty sure he says it at some point.
0: He, he walks out, and he's like, da-da-da-da, it's me, Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, when you're like, how old were we in 1986 when this movie came out?
1: We would have been, when it came out. Five? Yeah, five.
0: Five? You don't know who Bill Murray is. No. You don't know who any of these people are making, like, cameos in this movie are. You're like, okay, Well,
1: no, because right. Wayne, Wayne is in Jurassic Park, so I knew who he was.
0: Yeah, I'd seen him before.
1: But so I, was I, didn't, like, okay. I didn't understand because, like, they were clearly playing on their archetypes. Like, they both were in that movie as every character they ever played.
0: Yeah, they were like they created that character. They're like, okay, who plays his character in all things? And then they cast. I don't know how Bill Murray ended up in this film.
1: <laughs> I, Bill Murray had to have known something. Like, it had to be like he had, he had to, he had know to have known something.
0: Yeah, it's like, did this, I kind of got the feeling that maybe the director knew people from, like, advertising projects he worked on, Mm -hmm. because a couple other people he tried to get into the movie were uh, Michael J. Fox and Chevy Chase. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but Wayne Knight's character was supposed to be Michael J. Fox, but Michael J. Fox was just like, no, thank you.
1: (laughs) Well, Michael J. Fox at that time was, like, actually very busy.
0: Yeah, he was, so... Understandable. It was similar to like that role was kind of similar to what he the role he played in that one movie where he works at the hotel.
1: Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah. that
0: one is that Lover for Money. I just watched it. Anyway, that this movie right. where Michael J. Fox works in a hotel. But it, it
1: feels it does feel very organic because those the famous people are just themselves. Like mm-hmm. like Michael Jordan and that golf scene playing golf with like Bill Murray and Larry Bird and Larry Bird's another like, basketball guy. Um, yeah. And they have a bunch of famous, at the time, famous NBA players in, the, they're just in the movie as themselves. Yeah. Um, God, this
0: movie's so wild.
1: Because the, so, the opposing team that the, they're just called the Looney Tunes, right, have to be are the Monstars. Yes. Um, And the Monstars are, they're mostly little, like, bug-like monsters that aren't good at basketball, but they get good because they steal the like basketball prowess from famous nba players at the time and it becomes this like there's like this epidemic almost of like basketball not being fun to watch cuz all of the best players are bad at basketball
0: yeah and then you have like a montage of them trying to like figure out how to get good at basketball again yeah. and like none of these people are actors like michael jordan is not an actor no. i actually learned that they tried to cast someone else <laughs> They were like, well, we want this to be, like, a basketball player, but we also acknowledge that Michael Jordan can't act.
1: Even a little I think bit.
0: Not even a little bit. I think that makes it more believable, because he's just like, Bugs, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just, um,
1: I can see them, like, trying to give him direction, like, okay, but, like, you need to really feel it. And he's like, I'm talking to the air. Like, this is not, yeah. this movie's not mo-capped. This isn't yeah, modern-day technology. There's not, like, a person standing there he's talking to.
0: Yeah, this is the same technology they made Who Framed Roger Rabbit with, like, <laughs> like a like couple years prior. Like, it, the te- this technology had not grown to where it is now, where it's like, oh, yeah, well, you just expect there to, to be acting to nothing or, like, to a maquette or something. This mm. was still, like, there's nothing there. There's no guys in a green suit. It's just nothing.
1: Which, to for for Michael Jordan being a basketball player that is not trained in acting even a little bit, not bad.
0: Not bad. And I think the other basketball players do pretty good. Mm -hmm. They're not in the movie much, so it's kind of excusable. Um, There's, like, a scene where, like, one of them, like, finds a bunch of kids playing basketball and the kids are all just like, oh, I don't remember who it is, but they're like, Oh yeah, come play basketball and he just is not good. And it's the fair. kids
1: are just like, Get out of here. <laughs> they're, they're like mean to him. There's like yeah. they like all they like end up in a hospital at one point. Like Yeah,
0: they're like doing like all these tests to figure out what's wrong, like if they're ill, um, one of them's in a church praying to God.
1: It's it's <laughs> very it's very it's very cartoon esque. Like it leans into it being a Looney Tunes movie and that because that's what they do in Looney Tunes, right? Like they'd like Yeah. Oh, what's wrong with me, Doc? And like they would try and figure out what's wrong in like a very like it's a very cartoonish way and you're watching even as a kid you're like, well that's now they like use cartoon magic on the, the idiot. There's
0: like a scene where all the basketball players are walking through the hospital and they're all so tall they just don't duck to get through the door. Yeah.
1: Like it's like it. <laughs> it, it's like they lose their basketball playing and they also become himbos. They all immediately yeah. become himbos. <laughs>
0: Just like, just can't do anything. Yeah. So we kind of touched on the animation process. When the director of Who Frayed Roger Rabbit finished, he was like, "I'm this is awful. <laughs> this is so difficult and I'm never doing this again. When talking about the um, the hybrid live action animation mm-hmm. techniques, he was like, this is terrible. Um, but Space Jam was just like, yeah, we're going to do this and we're also just going to give the animator six months. <laughs> and that's kind of why, if you If you look at the animation in Space Jam, it's all over the place. Nothing's really on model. It's like, which kind of works for the Looney Tunes because they've never really been on model. Mm -hmm. I guess it works but there's like all these weird angles. There's weird shading. It's just colored very weird. Um, I think it was 18 studios had to be brought in to do the animation because like Warner Brothers Feature animation was like, yeah, we can handle this. And then they started having to drag people over from Quest for Camelot. To help, because they were like, we can't do this. And then, and then eventually Warner Brothers was like, we need to get some outside studios to help. So, yeah, um, doing animation in six months, especially when it has to be cobbled together with live action footage, should have been impossible.
1: Well, this movie
0: should not exist.
1: <laughs> I wonder how much, do we know how much money it made do you have that?
0: Oh, I I can look it up. I want to say it's like 23. Let me see. Space Jam. I do know. It was incredible. I know it was a lot. I
1: know successful. the budget. I know yeah. the budget is like 80 or 88 million or something.
0: Yeah, it definitely, like, yeah. So the budget was 80 million and it definitely kicked that out of the park yeah, for at, sure. ooh, $230 Jesus. million dollars in profit. Jesus. Now, yesterday we were also talking about another. Warner Brothers animated film, also with Bill Murray. Yes, also with Bill Murray. So maybe he just liked working with Warner (laughs) Brothers in the late '90s, early 2000s. We were talking about um, Osmosis Jones, which had a budget of 70 million. Yeah, it was around 80 million, 70 million.
1: I I think it was also 80. I think they're maybe they just put their budget at 80 million for films. That seems weird.
0: Yeah, so 80 million um, to budget out, which was also it was kind of a hybrid animation live action, but not. Not as intensive as space jam they were never kind of they divided. were never together no, so it was more of like a straightforward animated film, and it made fourteen million <laughs> out of its eighty million budget, which is like. Was unexpected. I thought that movie did
1: well. I, I, Bridget, or, wow, Brenda, fuck. (laughs) I miss people. Brenda (laughs) told, she was like, hey, do you know how much money Osmosis Jones made? Because it was zero. It was effectively no money.
0: (laughs) It was pretty much nothing. Um, And we were like, but it had a cartoon. So how, like, usually if a movie does badly, the cartoon doesn't keep going forward in development. Atlantis, The Lost Empire is like a, is that what that movie's called? Yeah. Okay, that's, I have never said the full title of that movie out loud, so I was like, what? Is that the name of the movie?
1: Yeah, you got it. You nailed it.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Um, like Atlantis, um, The Lost Empire had an animated series that was in the works that didn't end up getting continued on because that movie did very badly too. Um, so they took Disney took what they had of that animated series done and just, like, smashed it together into a compilation film and called it Atlantis 2. Yeah, they're
1: like, hey, this is the second movie. This feels very disjointed. Nah, it's the second movie.
0: This feels like three episodes of a canceled cartoon. No, nah, it's the second movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the second movie. Let's see. Bros animation. Yeah, so um, Warner Brothers feature animation made, like, only a couple movies. I'm gonna get the full list. The first one was Space Jam. Which um, was super profitable. Second one was Quest for Cam- Cantaloupe. Wait, no. <laughs> Where's that
1: cantaloupe?
0: Oh. <laughs> Quest for Camelot, um, which had a budget okay. of forty million. Okay. So that one was significantly lower, but and that one almost made back its budget at thirty-eight million. Um, but then like the budget for the movie doesn't take into consideration all of the marketing. Right. So still very much a loss. After that was The Iron Giant, which has a ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a very good it film. It seems
1: like a peak film.
0: It's an absolute classic. Just incredible to watch. I got to see it in theaters a couple of years ago. Oh, nice. Very good. Um that one had a budget of eighty million, and that movie made 31.3 million. So
1: what's crazy is it seems like they made Space Jam, and Space Jam was a raving commercial. They like like they made Space Jam like, oh cool, now we have money to make all of these other movies really well. Like we made our money movie. Like that's something you hear about often, especially in animation, mm-hmm. is like you make your thing that's gonna make you money so you can make the art you wanna I make mean, you're like, I need money, but then we're gonna make real stuff. And it sounds like all the real stuff just bombed.
0: Yeah, it's like Iron Giant was really good, but it—I don't know if what Disney movie it was going up against. 1999 was that Tarzan? That was Tarzan,
1: mm. which it's not the
0: worst one. <laughs>
1: which are, arguably, Iron Giant's a better movie than Tarzan.
0: Definitely better than Tarzan. Um, so I don't really know what happened with that. And then the last movie that um, Warner Brothers. Feature Animation did was Looney Tunes Back in Action, which I think was them trying to recapture the Space Jam magic. Yeah. Um, They decidedly did not do that. That movie is kind of unwatchable.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's so, because Space Jam is such, I don't know, I don't use, I don't like this word I use a lot, but Space Jam felt like such a, like, like it was the right thing for, like, the zeitgeist. Like, it was the right thing at the right time for the right people. Like, everything, everything aligned for Space Jam. I don't think, if they made Space Jam when they originally wanted to, I don't know if it would have done as good. And if they made it later, I don't think it would have done as good.
0: Yeah, it's like, it was the 90s. Disney movies were kind of starting to be good, but, like, all through the 80s, Disney movies were, like, terrible. Bad. (laughs) Um, Unwatchable. It's an era of, it's awful. It's an era of um, Sonic the Hedgehog is running circles around um, Mario, Mm. and, like, no one really likes Mickey Mouse that much because he's just too wholesome. And everything's edgy, and um, everyone really likes basketball in the 90s. Yeah. Everyone was really obsessed with basketball.
1: Basketball was, Um, it was a thing, even, and even if you didn't follow basketball, it was like, it's kind of like now, how um, athleisure, like, yoga attire has become, like, mm -hmm. cool, and so everyone's into it a little bit, you know? Um, Yeah. Or I guess not now, it's kind of, like, peaked and now just see this fashion, but, like, when that was, like, starting, it was kind of like that, like, the 90s is what birthed, like, like, Air Jordans was a huge, they banned Air Jordans in the NBA originally. You, you, it was not mm-hmm. allowed because Converse were the shoes. And that was it.
0: Ow. Jeez.
1: Like, everyone wore Chuck All-Stars. and
0: Oh, my. For sports? Yeah. Ah.
1: Nike had this idea of, like, making a new shoe and they wanted, like, a face for it. And Michael Jordan wanted to do it. Um, there's, like, a much longer story that I'm forgetting. Because I, like, I like watch a documentary on this. Um, mm. And they were banned from being worn by NBA players just outright uh, because they had this deal with Chuck All-Stars. And so they had this whole ad campaign of, like, painting Michael Jordan as, like, a bad boy and painting the shoes as, like, bad boy shoes. Like, the man doesn't want you to have these shoes. Um, This is
0: what the 90s was very into. Yes,
1: very into because this is, like, late 80s, early 90s when the first Air Jordans came out. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it created, like, that gave the aesthetic of, like... Wearing because they were they were meant to be basketball shoes. Like shoes yeah. were not a big fashion thing before this either. Like you just kind of had shoes. <laughs> like <laughs> the big the peak of fashion for shoes was like Chuck All Stars again because these famous basketball players all wore Chuck All Stars. Um, Ouch! And now there's this.
0: I can't even wear Chuck All Stars to do work in the yard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now like you have this competing shoe line that's like here are other cool shoes that people can wear. And it introduces new type of fashion that felt more fresh. And I think a lot of, like, Black people clung to it because it felt more, like, it, it had that urban flair, um, which I hate saying those words, but it was definitely, like, highly influential in Black culture and in hip-hop mm-hmm. culture because that's how a lot of people were dressing already, but it brought it to this mainstream idea. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was definitely, like... Just, just a lot of stuff was peaking in that mid-90s, that 95, 96 time.
0: Yeah. It was like, yeah, it couldn't have come out at any other time. No. It was just like the planets all aligned. The Space Jam planets the, on the Space yeah, Jam website like, all aligned. I
1: was like, <laughs> oh my god, the Space Jam website, oh my god.
0: Space Jam website is still up. It went down sometime last year, and that was like very stressful. Um, but then I think enough people were just like, you have to preserve this beautiful <laughs> website. From the year 1996, and it's back up. So if you want to like see what peak web design was in 1996, it's up there. It's there. It's, it's hard to think about because I know how to like code like that when I first started learning how to make websites. Mm. I know how to make stuff like that, and just seeing it, it's like things were so simple then. <laughs> <laughs> um, another Space Jam fact: uh, Space Jam was Space Jam had the most FX shots in a film. At a one thousand one hundred for its ninety-minute runtime. Wow! To compare, Independence Day, released the same year, had seven hundred, and that's a movie which involves massive spaceships and aliens. Wow!
1: Can, so, you, can you explain what that is?
0: What Independence Day is? No, FX. Oh. oh, okay. I was like, well, that's a nineteen ninety-six movie no. by directed no, no, by no. Roland Emmerich and starring um, that just... guy from Taxi. <laughs>
1: No,
0: no, not that. <laughs> okay, so FX shots are going to be like the, um, like the computer graphics mm. or anything that's not like just like hand animated. Um, so it could be like explosions or like composite shots or like the fact that the entire alien planet is just full CG. <laughs> like, so I don't know if this is including like the composite animation in this. Mm. Um. This lineup, I don't know if that's why it's so high or what. I can't think of why it would be that high because only some of it has CG, so it's boggling. I couldn't find an answer. <laughs> wow! I'm just gonna have to watch Space Jam watch Space again.
1: Jam. Uh, do you know? Do you know? Um, so I know a Space Jam thing. You might have yes. also found it because it's a pretty big thing. How Chuck Jones felt about Space Jam?
0: He hated it. I, hated I actually forgot. I forgot to put that in my notes, but yes, he <laughs> hated it. Uh, he was, what did he say? Do you know?
1: He, oh, God, what did he, so Chuck Jones is like the original creator of Looney Tunes?
0: I don't think he was the original creator. I think he definitely did a lot of prolific work he was a, on Looney Tunes. He, he was a longtime worker,
1: he, let's say that. For yeah, Andre he has a
0: very distinctive, uh, he has a very distinctive art style. Um, and you can really tell when he's animating. Think, um, you know, the animated Grinch, mm-hmm. like those kind of faces. That's his animation style. And you can really see what Looney Tunes projects he worked on because he has that very distinct style. Yeah, I,
1: I know for a, it's because it's Chuck Jones, like, Maritime cartoons or something. It's like his... Anyway, so Chuck Jones hated Looney Tunes. He said it was terrible. I know he said it was terrible. He talked about... There's an interview from... It's not from the movie came out. It's like a few years later. It's like 98 or... 99, um, where he talks about, like, how they didn't understand the characters, like, uh, how, like, they would never act like that. He talks about, like, they took too long to deal with the monsters that the Looney Tunes would have dealt with them in a seven-minute runtime, because that's, like, he used to make, he made, they made shorts, like, Looney Tunes, like, we've talked about, yeah. like, they were short cartoons, so they had to be quick, so any arc you had was, like, it starts, there's a problem, some funny stuff happens, the problem's over. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I get I get that complaint because he's used to these characters in like a, like you said, like a short short capacity. Mm-hmm. Like they have to show up on screen, do their thing, and then be done. Yeah. And the challenge is extending that to a ninety-minute movie, and figuring out how these characters are going to function in that space.
1: Well, I find it interesting because they, I. You know, no, I'm not Chuck Jones. I didn't work on these characters for, mm-hmm. like, decades or whatever. Um, but I feel like they did a pretty good job extrapolating out how they would deal with this problem. Because, like, Bugs Bunny is used to, he's a very, like, if he is the hero, like, that's not really the kind of cartoon he is. But, like, if he's the hero character, like, he's a very quippy, choppy, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not used to having, like, an anta- Like, the monsters are, like, an antagonist. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and there's like a spot in the like in the movie when the monsters first show up where the Looney Tunes try to do their whole shtick that they would normally do in a short to get rid of them. And it just does violently does not yeah. work. And so it's like buzz but buzz, buzz bugs and the rest of the Looney Tunes are like suddenly faced with the fact that like, hey, our normal shtick isn't gonna work here mm-hmm. and we have to go get Michael Jordan. Well
1: it's also interesting because they have to all band together because we mentioned earlier like Sylvester and Tweety Bird, like usually they're Opposing forces, and like, uh, you'll see Sanders mm-hmm. in it, and usually he's in the Elmer Fudd, and like, so it brings together all of them in an interesting way where you see it as like it's almost like they know their cartoons. I don't know if they ever say it as much like they know their cartoons that are used to like give people enjoyment, and that they're just like, we just do this so people are happy, kind of thing. Um, yeah,
0: because pretty much mostly they all get along. I feel like Sylvester tries to eat Tweety a couple times. It does happen a couple times. He has a cat. And
1: it's it's usually done as, like, a a Looney Tunes, like, one-off goof, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Like, I think he tries to eat Tweety,
1: and then the grandma, like, hits him, and they, uh. (laughs) ah.
0: He spits him out, and it's just, like, rats.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, because I think, do they acknowledge that the Looney Tunes exist in the, like, in the fiction for Michael Jordan in this world? Like, he, he knows who they are, right?
0: He knows who they are because they're cartoon characters. There's like a segment towards the beginning of the movie... Where one of his kids is like sitting on the couch watching a Looney Tune short, oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, I think it's like Road and um, Wile E. Coyote, and then like Wile E. Coyote is like, oh, Porky Pig comes on, he's like, hey, 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 we got we got to go to a meeting, and then like they all just like leave the screen, and it's just like the flat background, and the kids are just like, where, where'd they go? Oh yeah, <laughs> <Where> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. So
1: that's weird to knowledge, like that they're cartoons, but also they exist in like a multiverse
0: in the si- inside of the earth yeah, in,
1: that's yeah they, they're like to... in the earth they i remember that because bugs benny digs for them to get to michael jordan's house
0: <laughs> yeah they they are in the core of the earth is where the looney tunes <laughs> live there's also a sky inside the earth which it's
1: i know that we're looking deep into this movie but that's a wild <laughs> accusation that is
0: <laughs> yeah i'm trying to th- remember how they get into the toon world in who framed roger rabbit i'm trying to think i think i feel like it's he, it's
1: similar right they go into like a whole thing
0: i think it's a whole yeah he's like in the taxi and then he goes down like a highway i roger rabbit's not a movie i watch often no
1: and that one they so. and that one they acknowledge more like that's like a that's like trovert like you can walk between the two worlds like that's something they acknowledge heavily in that movie.
0: Yeah, the whole plot of Roger Rabbit is that um, the villain wants to build a highway over Toontown, where the Toons live, I think. I think that's the plot. And they're like, don't do that. It's bad. What's
1: wild is in Who Framed Roger Rabbit is both Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse show up. Um, Yes. But there's a a stipulation in the contract from both of them that they had to appear for the same amount of runtime. So they're in the movie the exact same amount of time.
0: Yeah, that's why they like they show up at the same time too. Like there's like that dueling pianos Mm, section mm -hmm. between Donald Duck and Bugs and then Mickey Mouse and, no, not Bugs, Donald Duck and Daffy. And then Mickey and Bugs show up towards the end on parachutes together. Um, But yeah, they were like, we'll let them both be in this film. But they had had to down to the
1: second. And I can imagine an editor like sweating, like counting the seconds (laughs) as they watch the film. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> trying to be like, okay, hopefully Warner Brothers isn't counting every single second. <laughs> Sitting there with a stopwatch, the Disney execs and the Warner Brothers execs have their stopwatches and they're just watching them like, okay. Okay,
1: 48, all right. 49, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, alright. Then they sit back down <laughs> until another one shows up.
1: Um, yeah, but so it's very, I don't know, Space jam it's a very fun film. I, are I... Yes. It's aged okay. Like, the, okay. Te- the the technology they used, like, it's, it's very much a cartoon slapped on, like, a live-action background, but it doesn't look terrible.
0: The CGI is very, er, mid-90s-ish CGI, mm. but it's, like, okay, it's fine. And then, like, the content is pretty fine. There's, like, one or two things where it's, like, meh. Um... I'd say... But, for the, <laughs> what's that?
1: I was going to say, I'd say one of those, one of two things is Lola Bunny.
0: Okay, yes, Lola.
1: <laughs> uh, Lola Bunny is meant to be like, so Lola Bunny didn't exist before this sh- movie at all. Um,
0: Someone in the Looney Tunes office working on Space Jam was just like, hey, these are mostly guys and we need to have like a female character here, mm-hmm. which, you know, fair enough. I get it. Um, Cool. She was initially envisioned as like a tom- athletic tomboy type character, uh, but something went um, very wrong. <laughs>
1: something went terribly <laughs> wrong. They they were, they knocked over the chemical acts.
0: <laughs> they were just like they. I I was reading that they were afraid of her being too, quote unquote too masculine. Oh no!
1: And, and they're like, instead, let's then... let's make her a rabbit. Everybody wants to fuck.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was reading her Wikipedia page. Um. This is her description on her Wikipedia. Oh, no. A tough-talking, no-nonsense woman who is extremely independent and self-reliant. She is highly athletic, while also incredibly seductive in her behavior. <sighs> it gets worse. I didn't <laughs> copy it all. I'm not going to read all of her we're, Wikipedia We're not
1: going to read Smut.
0: <laughs> N- Let me assure you, the person who wrote that page is really horny for <laughs> Lola
1: Bunny. <laughs> like, Lola, there's... There are a few characters, I will say, from the nineties, as someone who is sexually attracted to people, that made me go, Do I like animals? Because they made them very sexual.
0: Yeah. I mean Robin Hood.
1: <laughs> from
0: from the seventies. Still kind of still kinda of into. It. <laughs> All my friends already know this. This is no secret.
1: <laughs> Brenda I'm a ace, but Robin Hood from the seventies.
0: I mean, you know, he's cool, he's got archery skills, he's a fox, and that's pretty neat, you know. Yeah, but Lola
1: Bunny has a, they give her, like, her intro scene is she, they're they're trying to be a team, and they're all very bad at basketball. Yeah. And Lola Bunny comes in, and she's very good at basketball, but she walks into, like, the court they're practicing on, and Mike Flynn's like, oh, man. And she gets, like, the basket, she, like, has a basketball, and she runs it as, like, a slam dunk or something. Uh, And she says something to Bugs, like, Bugs says something sexist oh Bugs
0: calls her he's like oh you're gonna come play basketball doll and then um Lola like comes in and like does the basket and then like I don't know if she like kicks him in the face or something (laughs) she does something like that and then she like she swooshes her ears out of her face like it's her hair Mm -hmm. and then she's just like don't call me doll. Yeah, and she
1: does she does like the hip walk, like she walks with her hips.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, she flips she flips her ears like it's hair, and she also puts like her her tank top, like the strap falls off her shoulder or something.
0: Yes! Oh my god!
1: It's like it's it's like hi for this supposedly family friendly Looney Tunes movie, they introduce a certain she's like, Yeah, but here's this bunny though. She could get it.
0: <laughs> she can get it.
1: And it's, it's like, like, yeah, I get, like, one have woman character. I don't even care if she's, like, fully figured. Like, that's fine. But mm-hmm. it's, Lola Bunny is, I don't think appears in any other Looney Tunes thing ever again. Because she's.
0: Oh, she does. She
1: does? Oh, Yes, no. she. <laughs>
0: She was in... Okay, well, hear me out. Here's how they tried to handle this. Um, she shows up in a Looney Tunes show, which was from the early 2010s, I believe. It was on Cartoon Network. Oh, the one and where that they was, have, like, like, an apartment. Yeah, they, like, it's, like, a domestic comedy as opposed to <laughs> and what Looney Tunes are known for. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I've heard mixed things. But anyway, in that, they kind of try to make lola more of like a i don't want to say it, like quote unquote crazy girlfriend mm. um but they kind of i feel as though from what i've seen they took away like all of her athleticism
1: cool
0: she's kind of just more vain and sick um, yeah i love it yeah and it's like okay well it could have just made her like very intimidating <laughs> like a very strong intimidating woman who's very good at sports and whom bugs loves right. like that's all we want. But yeah, it's like they didn't really fix it. They kind of made it worse uh, yeah. <laughs> in, in some ways. Because at least she was like, you know, better than all of the men yeah, at Yeah, that was
1: like the whole thing. And she shows up and she like helps Michael Jordan, helps them be good. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, the two good people on the team are her and Michael Jordan. That <laughs> They're, they're yeah. the team.
0: No, one of the people on the team is a bird. <laughs> <laughs> he can't pick the ball up.
1: Like everyone else's job crushed. is run distraction, get the ball to Michael and Lola. Like they're... They're like I think there's even a moment in the movie where they try they box those two out because they're the only two that are good at basketball.
0: Yeah, like yeah. Where does Lola come from? She just appears out of nowhere. Yeah, she just shows and up. No one, no one knows her. No one seems to know her. Like if she's living in this tune world. Don't you think someone would be like, "That's Lola. She likes sports. Maybe we should have called her five hours
1: ago." <laughs> we the should show. have. I don't know why no one called Lola. She has that sports leanness. No one like they didn't. They didn't try and fit her into the fiction where it's like, "Oh, Lola used to have a show." Like you know, they try and keep it pretty straight. Like we all have always existed, but they am like, "Oh, Lola used to have a show." And like I can't or something. Like that could have been cool, right? Like yeah,
0: Lo- Lola. They like show some like old Lola shorts where she's like just playing. Basketball in circles around men. Yeah,
1: and like the men, and then like she gets canceled. They're like something like I could envision something like that, where like she existed, and then she was like too pretty and too good at sports, so she got
0: canceled. Men were intimidated by her, exactly, (laughs) and so it was canceled. (laughs) Like she showed up in like the nineteen, let's say nineteen sixties. Men were intimidated by her, and show got canceled.
1: That's it. There you go. I just thirty seconds of your movie.
0: (laughs) Warner Brothers, um, hire us. (laughs) You're making Space Jam 2, and I expect, one, I expect Lola to be in it, and two, she better have more of a backstory, um, and maybe have some muscles, I don't know, I'm just saying. Oh, no. Make her muscular. She plays sports. She plays a lot, (laughs)
1: she's very good at sports. Dunking? Yeah. Dunking is very hard. I don't think people realize it. I mean, they're a bunch of animators, right? They're a bunch of nerds. (laughs) Um,
0: They're a bunch of nerds who created a sexy bunny. (laughs)
1: But dunking is like a lot of leg and core muscles. Like her core is like it's it is a lot of strength to pull yourself up over a thing. That is all core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
0: all core. Yeah,
1: Lola Bunny, she just show, like she literally just shows up and is like, "Hi, I'm the just I'm the Jessica Rabbit character."
0: Yeah, I'm the Jessica Rabbit of this live action <laughs> animated hybrid film.
1: <laughs> you thought you thought you were going to avoid me. So it's it's tough because I can imagine them I'm wanting to make Lola Bunny better and then they made her worse. And I can I'm sure it's tempting to just get rid of her, but it's like she's here now. It's like Harley Quinn, like, yeah, not great, but she's here now. Getting rid of her be worse.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like and now we're getting like good Harley Quinn stuff, like Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. So we're finally getting it, and it's like I think Lola could be I know there's new Looney Tune shorts coming out on HBO Max mm-hmm. and I don't know if Lola Lola's probably not in them, but I don't think that she's a character that they should ignore yeah. because one, she was created for a reason. There aren't really a lot of female Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. And I think she could be really interesting if, uh, if someone tried. Cause the
1: other, only other ones that jump out to me are the grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like someone's told me Roadrunner is technically a female character, which, okay, sure. <laughs>
0: sure. They never address that. A lot of people think that Tweety Bird is a girl. Right. Um, Tweety Bird is not a girl. Um, they state that in Space Jam, yeah, they do. That Tweety Bird is not, they a girl. Say it. and I always thought Tweety Bird was a boy, so I was always just very confused. And people were like, "Yeah, Tweety's a girl," and I was like, "Excuse me, you're wrong." The, hard, the <laughs>
1: hardest part for Lola Bunny is since they again, just like we talked about in a previous podcast, when you give things unnecessary boobs, like they gave her rabbit boobs, so now yeah. she, she has to be in clothes.
0: Yeah, she can never not be <laughs> in clothes. <laughs> like all the other Looney animals, just get to be animals, and it's like, no, now she wears clothes all like, the time. Like,
1: well, you gave her boobs, so you've opened that Payneur's box.
0: <laughs> you did that. Deal with it. Do <laughs> You think that she's like a, because she her ears get in her way all the time. Do You think she's like a lop-eared rabbit?
1: I mean, that would be that would be have... how you explain it, not that they gave her yeah. boobs and hair.
0: <laughs> yeah, She also gets hair. Her ears, she has hair. <laughs> yeah. Her ears work like hair, and I'm like, well, you know, she ties them back, so I'd think like, oh, well, she's like a lop-eared bunny, which they did not do that in the Looney Tunes show. She just is, has regular ears. And it's like, hey, put some thought into Lola because she deserves better. Please.
1: Like for she has makeup, right? Cause she has like eyeshadow.
0: Yeah. She's got eyeshadow on, she's got those like quote unquote seductive like eyes. <laughs> she, she,
1: <laughs> Brenda's <laughs> dying. <laughs> Lola Lola Bunny like is ingrained in my memory as one of the first times I was like, oh, so that's what people like about girls. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just thought she was like, I remember thinking she was cool because it was like, okay, now there's a girl character Mm -hmm. in the links, which is what they wanted, but they could have done better. It
1: could have been much better, but now she's here and now everyone, now anyone who's attracted to people must understand, like, there's a rabbit you probably want to fuck. They did.
0: (laughs) And it's not Judy Hopps.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They did that to, they did that to the world.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you, everyone. (laughs)
1: Look at me. I have become deaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're making a new Space Jam. Uh, it's called Space yeah. Jam New Legacy, and it stars LeBron James. I don't Which, okay. I don't know what to think about it.
0: <laughs> it's not the right time. One, Space Jam nostalgia was like, was that 2015? Mm-hmm. Like when all the teens discovered Space Jam and thought it was really cool. I don't know what resonated with the teens in this movie. Maybe it's just a good movie and they liked it. But there was, like, a period of time where, like, Target. teens were very... It was, it, it was Target. Target
1: released a bunch of... space Like, Target still releases every so often a shirt that just says Space Jam. And I'll see... I will see... I've had a client. I, I'm i a counselor. I've had teen clients come in on Space Jam show. I'm like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. And they have no idea what I'm talking about.
0: They just think it's cool. And it's like, well, you know what's even cooler? Watching Space Jam. <laughs> it's $5 in the bargain <laughs> bin. And it's also now on Netflix.
1: <laughs> but it's just, like, branding. People... That that like nineties nostalgia, and then it, and I'm fine. Like people, like fashion gets recycled, and people get into like, when people that are into vintage fashion, like our stuff, like people that grew up in nineties, we're getting rid of our old stuff because we're either it doesn't fit, or like some people are like finding success in their jobs, so like I don't need this old stuff, and so mm-hmm. I think it's that way that teens are just trying to get like. Then they go to the thrift store with their friends or whatever and they have like twenty bucks and they're like, I bought a bunch of stuff from these shows I've never heard of.
0: Yeah. Um They're just like the Space Jam logo is cool.
1: It is cool. It's a cool logo. It is cool. Whoever worked on that logo, like, props to you. I hope you get royalties. You probably don't because you're an artist.
0: Well speaking of royalties, I don't know if the person who did the logo gets royalties, but I do know that like all of like the actors who had cameos do get very small royalties yeah, every time Space Jam is played. I saw someone posted like their their royalty check and it was very small, but still they are getting paid. That's
1: like wild to think about, right? Like every month or whatever, Michael Jordan gets a check for like twenty dollars from Space Jam.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what does he do with it? He
1: has, to, you know, like Michael Jordan has a an empire of money. Like he he does collect money from Air Jordans. Everybody, that's not just his name. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, he doesn't really have to do anything anymore. But
1: you have to think, like, his account's like, oh, yeah, the Space Jam checks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gotta put those in now.
1: And it must it must be How just is- a minor inconvenience at this point to have to, like, yeah. claim the Space Jam checks.
0: <laughs> Every month the Space Jam royalties are going to roll in. Uh. All $20. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think LeBron is... No one is going to be as big as Michael Jordan was in 1995.
1: And that's the hard part.
0: Yeah. Like, they've talked about bringing this back for years Mm -hmm. with, like, different, like, ball players. And I don't know too much about LeBron, but I feel like he's very popular.
1: It's Well, it's difficult, right? Because, again, like, I feel like we talked about this before. Like, the way things got centralized in the 90s, you can't do anymore because we all can just intake whatever media we want between... Mm-hmm. streaming and the internet like I can be I could decide today like I only care about anime and only know about anime for the rest of my life and not know what's going yeah. on in other mass media um,
0: like when you're a kid like on the playground and like everyone's like very into Michael Jordan you figure out who it is everyone's in the Spice Girls you figure out who mm-hmm. they are like now I get to live in my tiny bubble where I just consume Garfield
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brenda's a Garfield <laughs> Garfield Twitter, please accept Brenda with loving arms.
0: I'm drawing my Garf Sona as I speak.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So which day of the week does your Garf Sona hate?
0: Garf Sona hates um, Fridays. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Just cause.
1: Bad girl Garf Sona. I don't like the weekend.
0: Yeah, my Garf Sona, it's like Garfield, but it's blue. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know how I always have like the winged eyeliner. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... My Garf zone is going to have that too. Um.
1: I can't <laughs> wait for this, um, but yeah, it's not. It's not like LeBron James is popular. He gets compared to Michael Jordan a lot in athletics, and like that's. Mm-hmm. I don't basketball. People tell me about LeBron James is very talented. Props. I'm I'm happy for him. He's good at what he does. He he's a good guy from what I know. Like he gives back to his community a lot. Um, mm-hmm. He like he's. Because he got pulled out of high school. Like, he didn't go to college and went to professional basketball. I know he's, like, like one of his kids, they talked about that might happen, and he said he wouldn't because he, he like, kind of regrets it because you miss a lot Mm -hmm. when you go from being 18 in your high school to being 18 in professional basketball and everyone is watching you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, stressful.
1: So I'm like, I, you know, like, I have nothing bad to say about LeBron James. It's more Mm -hmm. of, it's not going to... What they're hoping for isn't going to happen, so I just hope whatever artists are working on it get paid well.
0: Yeah, I hope I hope for the best. LeBron is honestly, that's the closest they're ever going to get. Mm. So if they can make a good movie. And I think that's then... what's tough. They
1: have to make a good movie. Like Space Jam. They have to. Space Jam minus like, the fame around it is like a uh, movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, Space Jam does deserve its pretty low Rotten Tomatoes rating. Because if you're an adult... Who didn't watch it when you were a kid? It's just gonna be a fun movie, and it is fun. Mm. It's really fun to watch um, but it had nothing to lose, really. It had some to lose, but like I don't think anyone was really expecting it to be as big as it was. Mm. It was just like everything the planet's all aligned perfectly, and I don't think they're gonna do it again like it I, it's impossible and it's
1: a tough sell to sell the same story like there's another basketball player, the Looney Tunes show up, they need to play basketball. But it's like, what's it, we don't know a lot about this premise other than LeBron James is in it, the Looney Tunes are here, they're going to play back. Like mm-hmm. that's, that. I think that's all we know from the synopsis of Space Jam New Legacy is like they got to play basketball yeah. again.
0: Yeah, we know basketball is involved and I also know that the logo that they have done is eerily similar to the logo for Space Mountain at Disney World. <laughs> what? I didn't show you that. I
1: Oh, no, you have shown me that. You're right.
0: Yeah, that immediately I saw it and I was like, one, that is the Space Mountain font. How close is it to the Space Mountain logo? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's very close. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: But this movie has very, it has like very interesting uh, casting. Like LeBron James is in it. Don Cheadle's in this movie. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if Don Cheadle's meant to be like LeBron James's secretary, how Larry Wright was for like Don. We don't know who Don Cheadle is. Um, mm-hmm.
0: He's in it. He's in that's it. good. I didn't know that, so they, I like Don Cheadle. They so have. Good. <laughs> I know
1: they have a bunch of NBA players, and I know they have some WNBA players. So that's good. We'll have. will oh. be women. Maybe good that's maybe better lola bunny maybe lola bunny meets the women players huh maybe
0: and they hang out and like they don't talk about boys (laughs) 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 they play some basketball together bugs bunny has to earn her affection and be a good person
1: Maybe like so we, we just do not know much other than they've been trying to make this movie for like 800 years
0: Ever. Yeah, um, I think the last Space Jam fact I've got is that they were initially going to make an immediate sequel to Space Jam like right afterwards. Mm. Um, There was a, I think it was a producer who was saying that like Michael Jordan was on board. So the art department and everyone got together. There was a script. They were working on like pre-production for it and then they found out that that producer was lying. (laughs) (laughs) And Michael Jordan was not down to work on the sequel. So there's all of like this like pre-production work mm-hmm. for Space Jam 2, that's gone. Wow. Um, I remember it being rumored that... I read this in a Disney Adventures magazine mm. in, like, a column where someone was like, I really like Space Jam. You think you're going to make Space Jam 2? And then someone in, like, the column... Like, the person replying to the column was just like, oh, I've heard there's going to be a Space Jam 2 with uh, Jackie Chan. No, and, that's and true. Was like, that was true. Is it true? They, I couldn't find anything corroborating that fact.
1: They, um... There was... So, I guess... There's not, there's, I I know that, and there's other people on the internet who have said that that's true. There's a bunch of weird Space Jam sequels that they talked about. Like, there's, that one's gonna be called Spy Jam because Jackie Chan was a big, he was in Rush Hour and like a bunch of other Mm -hmm. action spy movies at the time. Then there was talk of Race Jam starring race car driver Jeff Gordon.
0: Um, excuse me? Well, I don't like Jeff Gordon.
1: <laughs> there was talk of... Wait, this is the best one. There was talk of Skate okay. Jam, starring Tony Hawk.
0: <gasps> Tony Hawk! Oh my god! Cancel Space Jam 2. We need Skate Jam. No, that's a great... Tony Hawk is still great. He's hilarious. Tony Hawk,
1: is, Tony Hawk was his best life. He, like, made a bunch of money in the 90s, and now it's just like... He still owns, like, skate stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But he's one of those celebrities who kind of, like... He took his exit. He's like, well... That was cool. <laughs> and that
0: he just, like, tweets about people...
1: Thinking he's Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, oh, hey, you look like Tony Hawk. And he's like, thanks. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he just he's just a humble guy. He, like, one time I think someone's like, are you Tony Hawk? And he was like, yeah. And they're like, no, you're not. And he's like, okay. <laughs> 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 I, I, <laughs> oh, I would so
0: watch Skate. Tony yeah. Hawk,
1: like, lives in Michigan.
0: Does he? He Up north?
1: I think so. He tweet like, because he, he will tweet. And people will see that he's in Michigan a lot. And so people from Michigan be like, hey, where's Tony Hawk at Michigan? I'm like, I don't know. But he flies out of the Detroit airport often because they'll talk about like at the airport and they, because they ID you. They're like, hey, do you know you look just like that Tony Hawk guy? And he's like, yeah. And then they'll look at his ID and they're like, oh, you have the same name. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) Because I don't think, I don't think his legal name is Tony. I think his legal name might be Anthony.
0: Anthony Hawk. And
1: so... (laughs) It's also wild to think that his legal last name is Hawk.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, God, you won the lottery, man!
1: Um, but yeah, there were the, the there were lots of talks of like weird Space Jam sequels, and now we're getting this Space Jam sequel with LeBron James being produced by Ryan Cooley or Coola Cooler. Coo- Coo-
0: what, what else has he done? Ryan
1: Cougar? Uh Yeah. When I thought Ryan Cooley, I was thinking, I definitely said Ryan Cooley because I was thinking of Black Panther. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that would that would be
1: great. Uh, Ryan Cool Oh, no, I'm right. Ryan Cooley. I just had the wrong name. <laughs> Ryan Cooler is the guy <laughs> from Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the guy that did Black Panther is producing the Space Jam sequel, and I don't know what to oh. think about it. <laughs>
0: Well, hopefully it's really good. Now I'm going to have to go mourn Skate Jam because I think that's the movie they should be making instead. I would love to see Skate. Um, I would
1: love for Tony Hawk to show up in this movie. What if they just put all of those people in this movie?
0: That would be pretty great. Except for Jeff Gordon.
1: Yeah, no, no Jeff Gordon. What if it was just like (laughs) the new new legacy is they they all want to try a new sport?
0: (laughs) That would be so good. It's all of the sports. And the
1: only one who plays cafe. basketball is Lola, because she was the only one good at basketball. I cannot I cannot well, stress enough. Only, why would they Lola what?
0: is the only one competent enough to actually play a game of basketball? Why did why did Bugs say basketball in the first I place? I don't know. In like, what
1: world does this movie happen? And they're like, We challenge you to <laughs> basketball, and they all say yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is Space Jam part of the um, Roger Rabbit extended universe.
1: I mean, I there's pretty strong evidence for it. A better question: Does Michael Jordan show up in this movie? Because wouldn't they first try and find Michael Jordan?
0: They would. Like, why would they just be like, "Oh, we can't contact our good, good friend Michael"? <laughs> like, he's got to have he's got to have a cameo at least, where they like go go to like his abandoned mansion or <laughs> something, and they're like, "We can't find him." Or
1: they show because he's on like ESP Like, show up to like ESP and they're like, "Michael, you need to play basketball." And he's like, "Guys, I'm 50 years old." <laughs>
0: I don't play basketball anymore. Well, who the hell does? Like LeBron just walks in. Like I play basketball.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm like I have the more of a curiosity. This movie comes out around my birthday. I know it comes out in July (laughs) next year. So if movie if going to movie theaters is a thing, I think we revisit this next year after you and me go see Space Jam: New Legacy opening weekend.
0: I think we have to. We have to like midnight release it. And then record a podcast immediately after. <laughs>
1: hey, everybody. We're sleep deprived in a little trunk and we just got to <laughs> speak new legacy.
0: It's one in the morning and um, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think
1: we have to do that. Um,
0: I, yeah, we've got to. Put it on your calendars, okay. everyone. Secret history of I'm nerd I'm putting mysteries. it into
1: my phone right now.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Hopefully it actually comes out next year because movie production has been... Um, completely halted by the right. onset of the coronavirus. So hopefully it's starting to pick back up. Spider-Man Homecoming 3 is starting back up again. <laughs> That's so.
1: the working title. Spider-Man Homecoming Far From Coming Home 3. <laughs> 2.
0: What is this? They haven't released what this one's called no. yet. And I'm like, is it going to be um, Spider-Man No Place Like Home? Spider- <laughs> Spider-Man,
1: we got J.K. Simmons and CBJ Jonah Jameson again. <laughs>
0: thank god he's is the only <laughs> person alive the only can person. Do that. i'm very glad like don't bring back anyone from the others unless that's the point of the movie where it's like a big crossover thing and like toby mcguire has to fit into the suit again oh my god. like I
1: w- no wait what if toby mcguire is fucking old spider-man
0: oh my god old man old man peter no. <laughs> <laughs> and not old man peter quill because there is a comic book that is old man peter quill star-lord i mean peter parker <laughs> Just to clarify, which Peter I'm talking about, because there's two Peters in the Marvel there universe. There are two Peters.
1: You want old man Peter? Listen, me and Brenda, will. if you give us old man anything, we're fucking there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're already at the you movie. Could <laughs> like, you could be like, old man, Um, I'm looking around my apartment, or sorry, my basement room to try to Make, make this joke hit, and I just made eye contact with my Garfield phone. Yes. And I can't yes. say it. That's i would, so cursed. I would
1: be there for Old Man Garfield.
0: Old Man Garfield.
1: <laughs> <laughs> old Man Carcaptor Sakura. You find out yes. Carcaptor Sakura has been trans this whole time.
0: Surprisingly. <laughs> and it's pretty great. Um, Old Man Pikachu.
1: <laughs> yes. I don't know how Pokemon age... <laughs>
0: There's an episode of Pokemon oh, there is where really die. Ash, well, no, he doesn't oh. die. They meet an old, old blind Pikachu. I know
1: there's. <laughs> <I'm>, sorry. <laughs> there, I know there's an episode of Pokemon where they meet like an old stout that dies at the end.
0: Oh, it does. Yeah. Wow. That that is so sad. <laughs> yeah, he dies, and then that Litten is like, "Well, Ash, I guess I'll hang out." Yeah, with Yeah, he's you like, now. "Well, my only
1: friend in the world's dead."
0: Yeah, he just died right next to me, so. Let's go fight, I guess.
1: This is all to conclude, everybody. Space Jam 2 needs to feature old <laughs> man Michael Jordan.
0: Yes. Um Bill Murray doesn't have to be in it. No. But I guess I would allow it. He'll
1: probably show up. Just, let's be real. Knowing Bill Murray, let's be real. he's gonna he's, what else is he's he gonna doing? he's he's no one's gonna call him. He's just gonna fucking show up.
0: He's gonna show up to set and like wander <laughs> on and be like, duh, 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 I'm here it's me in his
1: old space jam costume like sir you didn't return that no absolutely not
0: <laughs> i kept it this whole time i kept it this is the original i never watched it
1: <laughs> <laughs> brenda who did our music
0: <laughs> our music is done by freedom trail studios you can find the rest of their music on youtube
1: uh you can find us on twitter at nerd mysteries uh Listen, not listen, nope, you listen to this podcast, you can find us there and see us. Usually we tweet a weekly poll. We didn't this week because we didn't record last week. Time gets weird <laughs> for me talking about this because we record when not when you listen to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... Time is just so weird right now in general, and we make it even more confusing by recording on a Thursday and then posting on a (laughs) Monday.
1: You can find me, host Austin, on Twitter at Sailor Scout Austin. That's at Sailor S-C-T Austin. Uh,
0: You can find me at Batman and Sabin S-O-B-B-I-N, at um, (laughs) Twitter.com.
1: Our show is edited and produced by the lovely host Brenda, who you just got done listening to.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um,
1: and that'll do it for us until the next mystery.
0: I'm done with the Scooby-Doo thing. I've decided we're just done. Scooby is canceled. No more
1: Scooby. Only Gay Velma now.
0: Only Gay Velma. Velma's Gay. Everyone. So <laughs> get used to it.
1: And someone I saw someone like I don't think Velma's a lesbian. I think she's by them. Listen, Velma's lesbian. Daphne's clearly the bi one. I don't know.
0: Yeah, definitely Daphne. Maybe also Fred. Maybe. I haven't really put a lot of thought into Fred's sexuality, but maybe that's what I'm going to do this week. I'll think
1: about Fred. <laughs> Velma's Velma's definitely a lesbian. Daphne's the bi. Do we need one. to think
0: about Shaggy. Shaggy
1: Shaggy's ace.
0: Yeah, that fits. I'm gonna. Yeah, that's true. Shaggy.
1: All Shaggy I, really cares I, I could, about is his friends and his dog. Like that's
0: <laughs> Shaggy fits into that stupid stereotype that's developing before my eyes <laughs> <laughs> of the slacking ace character. <laughs> I'm going to scream. <laughs> anyway, bye everyone. See ya. <laughs>